0: It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor, and sponsor, known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom, and unique incursions into God's Word to provide relevance, clarity, and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight, and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. Hello. This is Mabel from Cameroon, Yaoundé. My question is taken from the book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 32, and it reads, And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. Neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Now my question is, is the Holy Spirit more important than the Son of Man? Because it, stays, it says that, When we speak a word against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven us. But when we speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven us. Please, I need more clarity on this. Thank you and God bless you.
1: Hello, good day. Welcome once again to yet another exciting time where we learn, we share and grow together. Thank you very much for taking our time to so always be there to listen and for contributing by asking your questions. And please, I will take out this time to really, really encourage you. Ask your questions. You know, we all have questions. We have questions, things that bother us. And here, by my drive, our goal is to make sure that we provide Bible-centric, Christian-centric answers to your everyday life. Not just about some questions from the Bible, trying to understand a certain passage, which is wonderful and beautiful, and we do that here. And our question for today is about that. But even about your everyday life, your business, your career, how do we evolve Christian life in those spheres of influences and in the places that we are every day of our lives more than in other places? How do I enable my Christian life to inform my family even before i get married all those things you have questions about relationships marriage children family life being a christian as a professional being a christian as a business person being a christian in government personal issues that you might have even questions that you think are very very taboo Please ask your questions. We believe that questions are the safest and the fastest route to get specific understanding which will enable us to act correctly so we can attain the right results that's what we believe. So please don't wallow away with your questions. Don't just be silent about in your ignorance. Ask your questions. And we trust God that he is going to come through and use us the best way he can to proffer some solutions which are going to be beneficiary and even satisfactory to you and to the world at large. And God has helped us to be doing so from the word go. So thank you once more for listening. All our listeners all over the world, thank you. It's so heartwarming to know that you are here. So our question for today, you know, today's episode, sounds simple, it sounds straightforward, but there is a lot of back end that we have to get into because like i always say i'm a teacher beyond everything my primary motivation is so you understand because when you understand then it's going to moderate your actions or it's going to inform the right actions and the right actions will inform the right results and the right results will inform the right kind of life it's very important you know i know in the world we'll just like to do and do things but what you do is less important than how you think. And how you think, what determines how you think, is what you know and what you understand. Thank you very much, Mabel, from Yaoundé, Cameroon thank you for your question it's a very sensitive question and we're going to attack it from different angles and you will see surprisingly that there are things many of us do without knowing and things are happening in our lives and to us that we have been a part of but in ignorance so your question summarily is about is the holy spirit greater than the son of man and you mentioned matthew chapter 12 verse 32 but i want us to read even further to just give us a context the verses before matthew chapter 12 the verses before verse 32 and we'll read going down to 32 because i want us to get the context that jesus spoke what he he said what he said so we will read from matthew chapter 12 from verses 22 to 32 matthew chapter 12 from verses 22 to 32 from the esv english standard version and i read remember the quotations are found in the show notes the podcast if you're listening apple podcast spotify and any other podcast player go to the show notes and you will find all the bible verses so you can read along as we go so verse 22 then a demon possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to him him jesus and he healed him so that the man spoke and saw 23 and all the people were amazed and said can this be the son of David 24 but when the Pharisees heard it they said it is only by Belzebul." the prince of demons that this man cast out demons 25 knowing their thoughts he said to them every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste no city or house divided against itself will stand 26 and if satan casts out satan he is divided against himself how then will his kingdom stand 27 and if i cast out demons by belzebul by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. 28. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. Taking of 28. If it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. 29. Or, how can someone enter the strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? Then, indeed, he may plunder his house. Thirty. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Thirty one. Therefore I tell you, every sin, now this is where we are going now. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Thirty two and the last. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. So we have here the verses which culminate to verse 32 where we have our question so in answering that question is the holy spirit greater than the son of man it's emphatically yes but again the solution is not just having a straight answer the solution is gaining understanding why it is so we must understand what christ is saying here about the son of man what does he refer to as son of man and we'll look at son of man and we'll look at also the holy spirit so first with the son of man what does the term son of man in this context refer to? it refers to you know son of man is a general phrase to mean one born of a woman that's meaning a human being son of man one from the loins of man again I said here that men give life the life of the child is from the man that's why you have son of man and the woman nurtures the life and matures it and brings it out into the physical world. So, son of man means, it's a generic term to mean one born of a woman or just like being human. It's important, however, to understand that being born of a woman is important. So, what does the son of man bring into the equation? The critical role is that the son of man provides a body for the Holy Spirit, a body or the house of the son of man, the house of a human being, the human body so to speak, provides a house, provides a habitat for the Holy Spirit. The purpose for which we have the body is because of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit so important I have a whole lesson on the mystery of the body the body your body the physical body that you have there's a whole mystery behind and many of us are not aware of it but maybe some other time so however the body is so important but the essence the real reason why we have that body is so that that body can house the Spirit of God the Holy Spirit so let's hear what Christ has to say John chapter 6 verse 63 john chapter 6 verse 63 from the esv it is the spirit who gives life the flesh is no help at all the words that i have spoken to you are spirit and life my focus is on the first part it is the spirit who gives life the flesh is no help at all the most important component of your life is the spirit that powers you so christ is saying here that you are just given a nugget that the most important aspect is the holy spirit living your life without the holy spirit or without being conscious of the holy spirit living his life through you is going to result in a life of headache and heartache and what i call the cursed life a life of hardship so the son of man summarily means one born of a woman that's what it means one born of a woman and i said as a human being one of the most critical things that humans have is the human body is the most precious resource in the spirit realm the human body because you cannot operate in the physical realm here without a human body It's not allowed but on the contrary jesus christ says is the spirit referring to the holy spirit which gives life that the flesh is no help at all so the body without the holy spirit is of no help already is telling us that the holy spirit has an upper hand and ascendancy over just being a human just being the son of man so being a son of man without the holy spirit is of no use thereby already making us to understand that the Holy Spirit is greater than the Son of Man, than just being a human being. Now, on the other hand, we'll look at the Holy Spirit. Remember, the question is, is the Holy Spirit greater than the Son of Man? Derived from what Mabel shared with us from Matthew chapter 12, verse 32. And the Holy Spirit is so important. Let's see what the Holy Spirit brings to the table. The Holy Spirit is the Father of Jesus. Or anyone who is born again is very important so let's look at the life of Jesus the Holy Spirit gave birth to Jesus and gives birth to everyone who is born after the order you know, has a born-again experience. is the Holy Spirit who gives birth to us. Let's look at Luke chapter 1, verse 35 from the ESV. Luke chapter 1, verse 35, and it reads, And the angel answered her, Ha, Mary, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God very important let me read again and the angel answered her that's mary the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you therefore the child to be born will be called holy the son of god it's important to understand not many of us really have factored this in but we have to understand that the holy spirit gave birth to jesus or orchestrated the birth of jesus what you will call the virgin the virgin birth of jesus through mary the Holy Spirit is the one who gives birth to us. We have to understand that. Secondly, the Holy Spirit is the doer of the works in the life of Jesus and everyone after him. It is the Holy Spirit who orchestrates first our rebirth and number two, the works that we do as one sent or as one who is born again is the holy spirit who did the works in the life of jesus and who does the works in the lives of all those who came through jesus or who are coming after him through the born again experience so let's read john chapter 14 from verses 8 to 10 still using the esv philip said to him to jesus lord show us the father and it is enough for us nine and jesus said to him have i been with you so long and you still do not know me philip whoever has seen me has seen the father how can you say show us the father 10 do you not believe that i am in the father and the father is in me the words that i say to you i do not speak on my own authority but the father who dwells in me does his works and the father is the person who gave birth to jesus and that person is the holy spirit is the holy spirit who does the works that's why christ said in the beginning is the spirit who gives life the body is of no use or the body has no strength on its own it has use but it has no strength no power on its own when a corpse lies down it's a body but without life so it's the spirit that powers that body it is the spirit that powers the actions and the works that body manifests in this earth realm. So I'm giving you points to understand why the Holy Spirit is greater than in course the Son of Man who is equal to one born of woman, who is to human being. Number three, the Holy Spirit is a convictor no one can be saved on earth except by the express power and involvement of the holy spirit let's read john chapter 16 from verses 7 to 8 john chapter 16 from verses 7 to 8 from the esv nevertheless i tell you the truth it is to your advantage that i go away for if i do not go away the helper the holy spirit the helper will not come to you but if i go i will send him to you 8 and when he comes he will convey the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment is the holy spirit who convicts the christian to righteousness to even becoming more of christ is the holy spirit who helps the sinner to understand that where they are they are helpless because the person who doesn't believe in christ cannot make a decision by himself or herself will power has a very limited power in the whole born again experience It's just a concluding aspect but the holy spirit has to win us over to make us see that where we are is not the best. By ourselves, we cannot understand our plight. We cannot know how deep into the trenches that we are. The Holy Spirit is the one who does all the work, making it easy for us now to decide. It is he who gives us the power to will and to do even the power to will it is he who gives us the power to will and to do it's very important so you see here it doesn't like refer to jesus christ the messiah it refers to the human the person born of a woman even if he's talking about jesus christ jesus christ came to represent us before he could redeem us or before he could die for us and he could pay our price of death he had to be like us that is he had to become man he had to become human because that's a spiritual law So we see, finally, it's the Holy Spirit that empowers the body of the Son of Man to discover his assignment and complete his assignment. Therefore, it's the Holy Spirit that empowers man or woman, in this sense, to discover the will of God for his life or her life and to make sure that they accomplish it is the holy spirit that empowers the body of one who is born again to do that without the holy spirit we can never understand who we are know our assignment know how to go about it and even the resources the skill set the mindset and the soul set to do what is required in accomplishing our assignment god-given assignment not self-induced and self-imposed assignment so we see by this that the holy spirit is very important so let's read john chapter 5 verse 30 John chapter five verse thirty to kind of buttress The point of is the holy spirit that empowers the body of the christians and even the son of man jesus at the time to discover his assignment how he had to go about his assignment and complete his assignment without the holy spirit there is no way we can ever do that because the holy spirit is the only person who has an insight into the mind of god and knows the mind of god concerning us what god expects from us what god wants us to do and how god expects us to go about it so the holy spirit's is to go into the mind of God to get all those things and reveal them to us without him we are blank we can't know anything from God we can know biology we can know chemistry we can know flower, we can know all those things because he has given us a dimension of himself but there is a different level of life that the Holy Spirit is the only one who can take us to that level of God's life and living only him let's read John chapter 5 verse 30 from the ESV I can do nothing on my own as i hear i judge and my judgment is just because i seek not my own will but the will of him who sent me the first line is my focus i can do nothing on my own We can do nothing on our own. The Son of Man, the man born of a woman, can do nothing on his own, on her own, without the assistance, without the empowerment, without the lobbying, without the conviction of the Holy Spirit. It's impossible to do that. So, already you see why the Holy Spirit is more important and greater than the Son of Man. Doesn't mean that the Son of Man, the human person, is worthless. No. The human body, I've told you, is the most proud. Christ's possession in the spiritual realm. That's something that even God Himself cannot manufacture again. He has already decreed it. It must happen when a man and a woman come together. That's how human bodies are made. There's no other way to make a human body. But however, it's important that we go beyond just knowing that the Holy Spirit is greater than the Son of Man, because the next line is introducing us to a very important aspect, which is the issue of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. It's still in tangent with this. Answer, to amplify the importance of the Holy Spirit, we will see why the Holy Spirit is so important to the point where blaspheming against the Holy Spirit can lead to untold consequences, consequences beyond our wildest imagination so why is blasphemy against the holy spirit unforgivable why is that first we must understand what the word blasphemy means not according to oxford or according to the english dictionary when you want to understand a particular word from the bible you must understand it from the context of the word the original language so we'll look at from the greek what the word blasphemy means then from there we are going to understand what actually jesus christ meant by when you blaspheme against the holy spirit it's unforgivable The word blasphemy is from the Greek word blasphemia. It means to slander, detraction, speech injurious to another's good name. Number two, it is reproachful speech injurious to divine majesty the purpose of blasphemy is to discredit the individual sent from God, number one. And number two, to discredit God himself. The first one can be done by unbelievers and even Christians who are trying to discredit someone sent from God and even unbelievers. But the second one discrediting god himself this is done purely by unbelievers like the atheist and the humanist and people who have other thoughts and everything they do is to discredit god like the humanists who say man is god and there is no other god out of man man doesn't need the intervention of any spiritual deity and they don't even believe in a god out of man so man is god So whatever thing they do, they are doing it in such a way that they discredit God and the person who does this one can easily discredit someone sent from God because since they don't believe in God, they will not believe in anyone sent from a God that they don't believe in. But the ultimate goal of blasphemy is to bring someone or people not to believe in God or some aspects of god and you will say but how can i make people not to believe in an act of god when we spend our time denigrating men of god when we spend our time denigrating you know you've seen these pictures and they say children in china and then in the lab they'll say people in africa and they're there praying they'll say who spoiled us like that what you're saying is prayer is not important those in china not china because i have something against china because there's actually a picture trending like that those in china or the west were in the last and everything they are progressing and they are saying you know so it makes people not to adopt a very repugnant stand, stand a very passive Stand and relationship with God because to them, God is secondary or even tertiary. Their main thing is about their career and their business they want to build and everything. So, if I become a propounder of that kind of information, I am discrediting God. Because remember, blasphemy is reproachful speech that's injurious to divine majesty. So, whatever thing I'm doing that will make someone to be passive, that will make someone to be discouraged, that will make someone not to believe in a particular aspect of the word of God i am blaspheming god in a sense and not many people understand this i'm going to show you in scripture the consequences of blasphemy so you will see why people are there with all the hard work and prayer and everything people are turning just in circles you can be prosperous and have the money but you are not contented your life is just turning in circles because god will not say you are ignorant when you blaspheme against him or against someone that he sent oh there are consequences that's what it means by will not be forgiven. Because he can forgive and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to just forget about this. But with this one, when he said not be forgiven, it means he's going to make sure that the consequences of your actions, blaspheming him, will be met full throttle. So the ultimate goal of blasphemy is to bring someone not to believe in God, to bring someone not to believe in the person that God has sent, to bring someone not to believe in some aspects of the word of God. Many Christians don't believe in tithes. They don't talklets of first fruits of even just giving some they want to give but on their own terms god will say okay give like this bring the tithes into my storehouse and they'll say no i'll not give into the storehouse i'll choose my own place where i want to give i'll go and give here and here and here and there you're still being a rebel and not only will you end doing that by yourself you will engineer others to do same as you let me give you an example let's say you're a teacher a lecturer whatever a trainer and you have five modules that comprise like let's say a certification in a particular domain and for you to be certified you must have an understanding from those five modules so i believe in module one i'm a student i've paid the fees and everything with my friends or let's say you you believe in module one you believe in module two but you don't believe in module three and in module four but you believe in module five so you believe in module one two and five but you don't believe in module three and four not only will you not study module three and four because to you it's not important and to you it's not worthy of consideration you now go around meeting your other colleagues and students and telling them you know what module three and module four forget it they're all lies and some students follow you by not focusing on module three and four and studying it and some don't follow you what will happen to you or what do you think the lecturer will do to you or even put yourself in the place of the lecturer will you be happy with that student who went around discrediting your material from module three and four though you were believer in the school you paid your fees you are a student of a school you are known you are legally there but now you are discrediting the lesson from module three and module four you'll be punished for that of course you will so if you don't believe in something oh that's fine that's for you the consequence should be on you the more you make yourself a champion to speak against something that the word of god is saying we should do tithe for example first fruits for example honoring parents honoring god's vessels you see just some things that the bible is we should do When you make yourself a propounder against those things, you are blaspheming against God because you are making the Holy Spirit not to achieve all that he would have wanted to achieve in the body of Christ by giving us the whole counsel of the word. Like the student who will study Module 1, Module 2, and Module 5, the person can pass but end up having an average 10 on 20. Meanwhile, the teacher wanted the student to have all the understanding so they can be performed in their job so me or you going around to now discredit module three and four we are impeding the work of the teacher who is there to lead us into all truth that sound of like the holy spirit the holy spirit is there to lead us into all truth and when you and i as christians we start pointing fingers against some tenets of the bible which give us a holistic picture of what god wants to do in the body of christ we become a stumbling block and we become a blasphemer against the word of god it's very important that we understand this so let's look at jesus christ gave some very strong warning against blasphemy very strong warning and you see here what he says let's read from matthew 18 6, verse 6 matthew chapter 18 verse 6 and he reads whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin meaning to err meaning not to believe in christ not to believe in some aspect of god's word not to believe in jesus word not to believe in the holy spirit not to believe in the person that christ has sent it would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Very strong warning. One of the strongest warnings that Christ gave was about blasphemy against him blasphemy against the holy spirit or even against the word of god and all those things is against the holy spirit because without the holy spirit like we have seen before without the holy spirit we have no life we have no power we have no empowerment without the holy spirit we have no discernment no direction no purpose no fulfillment very important without the holy spirit we cannot even know who god is talk less of being saved he gives some strong warning against blasphemy and blasphemy is an offense you know what an offense is an offense is you know when people strike they barricade the road they put some things obstacles are across the road the aim is that you should not cross and go to your destination so you should go back to the house or take a different route blasphemy is an offense when the bible talks about an offense it's about being an obstacle to somebody's progression in their belief towards christ and their belief towards the word of god and becoming all that god wants them to become so blasphemy is an offense that we put on the road to someone's progress so that's why christ says that whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin not to continue to follow me as they should not to continue to believe in one thing that i've told them to do to cause them not to believe in a teacher that i've sent them to listen to it's better he said it were better that a milestone is wrapped around the neck of that kind of person and the person is thrown in the depth of the sea very very stellar one now we look at the consequences of blasphemy against the holy spirit and we will look at two or three of them but they are very sound consequences and please take out time today this week and examine your words examine what you've been saying against men of god examine what you've been saying against your priest and your pastors examine what you've been saying against christianity in your continent and all those things just examine your words because the bible is true and christ said no iota of the word will fall to the ground without being fulfilled whenever god says something you can go to the bank with it is going to happen it will always manifest so the consequences of blasphemy against the holy spirit number one when we blaspheme against the holy spirit god fights against us, or if you blaspheme against the holy spirit god will fight against you so the context here is if you as a christian you blaspheme against the holy spirit in one way or the other god will fight against you let's read from your kind of wondering, as uh, moon are you sure this is the case there is nothing that i say here that i don't get from scripture isaiah 63 verse 10 isaiah 63 verse 10 from the esv but they they the children of israel the israelites the jews they rebelled and grieved his holy spirit therefore he turned to be their enemy and himself fought against them these were people that god swore that he would be their god and he is their god and he fought battles for them but there is something they did but they rebelled and grieved his holy spirit therefore he turned to be their enemy and himself fought against them now when some human person is fighting against you God can fight your battle when a devil even fights against you God can fight your battle and defeat them but what will happen if God himself fights you who are we going to run to and how does God fight people he just makes things around you to start failing. because by fighting here yes, it's not like God is actively fighting you he just needs to go away or he just needs to distance himself away from some components of your life because everything away from God fails that's the principle so it's not like when i say fight here don't think as fighting as the human way where you have two people fighting and god is trying to fight you when god fights you means he just quiets himself his presence away from some components of your life so you can find out that some component of your life is just failing failing and failing you find out things are just failing things are just not working yes i know things might not work because of you know one thing or the other but here it is god just distancing himself for example if you don't believe in the prosperity of Christians. He will never step in to have that happen to you. There is some level of wealth that you can have going by your human strength and your competencies and your skills. Of course, but there are some dimensions of wealth that is only God who can give it. When you hear of the prosperity of Abraham, Solomon, those are the ones that God stepped in personally. So, God fights against you, and this is a very fearful thing. The Bible says a very fearful thing to fall into the hands of God because when you fall into his hands, who can deliver you? from? God's hands nobody can deliver you from God's hands when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit God himself personally make sure that he fights you he becomes your adversary what does an adversary do their purpose is to make you to be defeated to make you to fail so when God is fighting against you your thing starts failing your life fails your relationship fails. your businesses ultimately fail your children fail everything just fails or some part of it fail but when god fights against you it is a very fearful thing so one of the consequences of blasphemy against the holy spirit is that god fights you and we read from isaiah 63 verse 10 from the esv but they rebelled and grieved his holy spirit therefore he turned to be their enemy and he himself fought against them the second consequence of blasphemy against the holy spirit is that the more you blaspheme against the holy spirit the slimmer you make your chances to be saved for those who are not born again because the holy spirit is the one who gives a rebirth to us so if you don't believe in him how would that rebirth happen so not believing in the holy spirit not blaspheming the holy spirit or speaking against the holy spirit narrows the possibility for us to be saved if we are not already so that's why somebody was an atheist or a humanist is difficult for them to be saved because their mind is made up those who have phds and all the like and they now think that they have all the world's knowledge and they they kind of ostracize the bible with a repugnant wave of the left hand and say it's of no effect and of no consequence these are all fictitious things this kind of people is by the mercy of god that they can be saved because god will never force himself on you if you don't believe in him or in the holy spirit the holy spirit cannot work for you the holy spirit will continue to do its best to make sure that you are saved but the more you keep blaspheming and blaspheming, the more your heart becomes narrow and your heart becomes hardened towards the things of god and towards the work of the holy spirit in your own life So remember that the Holy Spirit is the convictor of men. If you blaspheme or speak against the Holy Spirit, you drastically reduce your chances for salvation. And finally, the final consequence just for this podcast is when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit as a Christian, either by blaspheming the Word, a teaching, or a man of God, or a sent person, a sent vessel, is that you most likely will not attain the fullness of that which God has for you. I have a teaching, the mystery of the book. Every one of us, we have a book that God has written about our life before we were born. And in that book, there is everything that God expects us to do and the assignment that He has for us lo i come as it is written in the book to do your will that was christ talking so and for us to complete what god has written about us in his book we have to get the whole counsel of god and we must embrace the totality of the outpouring of the holy spirit in our lives through vessels that he makes available to us so when we blaspheme speak against the holy spirit and the word of god and teachings from him like the pharisees did not believe in jesus christ we will never get to the fullness of what God intended for us to become, because only the Holy Spirit can usher us into the fullness that God has intended for us, and only the Holy Spirit can usher us into the fullness of everything that is us in Christ. So, when we blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, we are forfeiting our destiny, the fullness of it. We are forfeiting the very essence and the quality of the life that God had planned for us. Ephesians 2:10. We are God's matching in Christ Jesus, born. New, so we can do the work that he had prearranged for us to walk in living the good life that he had made ready for us. Ephesians two ten from the Amplified Bible. When you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit cannot usher you into the paths that God has prepared for you. Cannot usher you into the path to meet the right people, the right destiny helper, the right people who can take you to the next level of your life. Therefore, when we blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, we are forfeiting the fullness of our destiny and we are jeopardizing even the fullness of our assignment here on earth. So, thank you very much, once more, Mabel, for your question and take out time, all of you, myself inclusive, to examine your words have you been blaspheming against the holy spirit without you knowing directly or indirectly have you been talking against a particular teaching against a man of god against a woman of god against a scent vessel against even the person God has sent to you as your spiritual leader. What have you been doing? Many of our problems can be resolved by just sitting down and seeing that it comes from a place where we have made ourselves champions against a man of God, champions against a church, champions against God's word or a component of his word. And God says, if we do that, the consequences are telling and he has pared them out for us. So take our time and examine your life. Take out time and find out. If you've heard, and if you've heard, cry for mercy god is merciful cry for mercy tell him let him have mercy on you and let his mercy speak on your behalf that's one of the only thing that can really help you at this point if you have been on the route of blasphemy the most part of your life or even for a long time ask god for mercy god is merciful when you ask god for mercy he overlooks certain things but some consequences might still have to stay and you must go through them so thank you very much mebel thank you to all of you who are contributing and listening it's because of you that we have this motivation and even this discipline to make sure that we provide answers every tuesday so that you can listen and be edified and to all of you listening from across the world you know i love you we love you the team from the u.s and all the countries uh, no time for me to start mentioning them one at a time thank you very much and please share this podcast to your friend your family members to your loved ones don't learn alone we shouldn't learn alone but listen to this podcast myself we shouldn't learn alone we should share it and sharing now is very easy just click on the share icon and you drop it in the whatsapp or as a text message to your friends and families very simple and just tell them listen it's going to bless you this is beyond just having someone me to be known by them not about that it's about us getting to understand the word understand what god expects from us and so we can postulate or kind of act correctly very important that's the ultimate goal my goal is that we have the understanding and have the right action so we can attain the right results, which are relevant to God. God bless you. I've been Solomon Reyn, Godlessware, signing out. Cheers. Bye bye.
0: If trust this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two, please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast, consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. And step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms. Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.